Hey guys, it's Faith. Welcome back to the podcast. I hope you guys are having a great day. Summer is my very, very favorite season. I'm about to drive an hour and a half to go to the beach when I'm done recording this. And I love summer so much, I'm doing a challenge for myself. It's called the Summer of Self. I'm going to tell you guys a little bit about it in the episode. If you guys want more details about this, I actually created an entire workbook and a whole workshop about the Summer of Self. It is in the Radical Transformation Academy, which used to be the membership site. I'm rebranding it. I'm so excited. I just love the name. I think it sounds a lot more exciting than just calling it the membership site. (laughs) But part of that rebrand is that the price did go up. So the price for Radical Transformation Academy is now $20 a month. But I realized I raised the price kind of without telling you guys, which I felt like was a little unfair. So I did go ahead and make you guys a coupon code. If you want to join this week, use the code SUMMERSALE, all caps, and you can get locked in at the $10 a month rate. So if you join now, you'll end up paying half of the cost of what you'll pay if you join in the future. And the Academy is packed with tons and tons of resources. When you join, you get instant access to all of the past workshops we've done. I put a new workshop in there every single month. There's workshops in there from everything from healthy relationships, up-leveling your life, setting goals, just tons and tons of stuff. And then every single month you get a new workbook, a workshop, a guided meditation, and you get the chance to get on a group video chat call with me and the other women in the group for us to connect and hang out and check in and see how everyone is doing. I would love to have you come join the Academy. Like I said, the price in the future is going to be $20 a month, but if you join this week, you can use the code SUMMERSALE in all caps, and you'll be locked in at the $10 monthly rate. Okay, so let's go ahead and jump into it. I want to share with you guys a little bit of my summer of self that I'm doing. This is a challenge I created for myself to make sure I'm living intentionally. I found kind of after the first quarter of the year, I was kind of stuck in hustle mode. I set all these big goals in January. I've been working, working, working. But now that the year is halfway over, I feel really disconnected from myself. And I feel like this happens to a lot of us in a lot of different seasons of our life when either we're busy or maybe we're depressed or we're coming out of a depression Maybe we just have a lot to get done or for whatever reason, we are walking through a difficult time and it's easy to disconnect. It's easy to go into robot mode where you're just going through day in and day out. And that's kind of how I was feeling. I was feeling really disconnected from myself. I think setting intentions is one of the most powerful things you can do. I've really been trying to set intentions for everything that I'm doing in life. I set intentions every morning. I set intentions for the day. Before I go on a date, I set intentions for the date. Before I get on a call with a client, I set intentions for that call. And it's really helped me kind of switch out of that robotic place I was in and reconnect back with myself and become aware. So while I've been setting all these intentions, I decided to go ahead and set intentions for this summer and I'm calling it summer of self. And so my intention is really to connect back in to the higher version of myself. I want to celebrate my life every day. I want to step into more joy. I want to understand myself and accept myself on a deeper level. And I think the intention setting piece is really the key to all of this because I can tell you, fill out the workbook, watch this workshop, sit down, journal for this many minutes, but if you're not aware 
if you are checked out, if you are not paying attention, if you are not stepping into the feelings and calling in the feelings you desire in your body and you're just going around disconnected, you're not going to get results from that. So I set the intention to use summer to reconnect back into myself. And then the next thing I'm doing as part of my summer of self is giving myself a fresh start. I love the idea of using the seasons as a trigger to evaluate my life and set myself up for a fresh start and to clear out things that are no longer serving me and then to step into the next version of myself. So one of the things that I love to do to feel like I'm getting a fresh start is to clean out my entire house. (laughs) I get rid of any junk or clutter or things that are taking up space. I clear out the things I don't need anymore, things I'm not using. I clean the absolute crap out of my house. It just makes me feel good. It makes me feel fresh. I just love having a good positive space and it signals to my brain, this is a fresh start. This is clearing out, like this is letting go of things. And once I clean my house, I'll sit down with my journal and I'll write everything out that I want to clear. What is no longer serving me? What do I need to let go of? Who do I need to forgive? The physical cleaning is a ritual for me that really represents clearing out mental and emotional space in my life. It just feels really good to me, honestly, to clean the house. And I love the ritual of it. When I want to clear something, when I want to let someone go, if I want to forgive someone, it's nice to have a ritual in place that you can do to kind of set you set yourself up to do that work because that's hard work. Like, it's all well and good for me to sit here and tell you, oh yeah, I clean my house and then I forgive everyone. <laughs> but if you've ever been hanging on to negative energy in any way, if you've If you've ever felt like you need to forgive someone, you probably understand that it can be really difficult to let those things go and to actually clear that energy. It's difficult work. I think it's work that's definitely worth it. I think it's worth the time and the effort to clear that stuff out. I think when you hang on to that stuff, it can really start to poison your life and it starts leaking into all of the areas of your life. You don't get to compartmentalize the toxicity that you're hanging on to into just one area of your life. You're carrying it around in your soul as part of your being and it's showing up for you in all of your relationships in all of the different areas of your life. So while it's hard work, I do think it's worth it. It's worth it to make yourself sit down. It's worth it to journal it all out. Get clear on why you need to forgive that person. Get clear on why you need to let those past things go. How is it going to impact your future? How is it going to impact your future relationships if you're hanging on to that? And I'm very intentional about not bringing past energy into future friendships, into future relationships, into future jobs. I want to enter all of those new opportunities and connections I make in my life free and clear. And that means I have to sit down and do the work and heal things from the past that are hard, that are hard to look at. I have to let go of things that part of me wants to hang on to. I want to be indignant. I want to feel right. I want to play a victim role sometimes. Just be like, how dare that person? How could you do that to me? All that kinds of stuff, right? And that doesn't serve me. I don't want to bring those roles into my future. And so having some kind of ritual, I feel like sets me up to do that work because I'm sitting down to really shift, like really make real internal shifts as far as clearing the energy out in my body, clearing the energy out in my mind, and getting myself ready to step into the next version of my future. So my ritual is cleaning my house, but your ritual can be whatever you want. 
Maybe your ritual is you make yourself a cup of your favorite tea, or you go for a walk, or you hike into the woods, right? You go out into nature. It doesn't matter what it is. It's the intention behind it, right? And that's what I was saying earlier. It's all about intention. Earlier this year, I had to pay my taxes. And the first time I sat down to do it, I was like, I can't believe I have to do this. This is so stressful. I don't know how to do it. I'm so confused. I hate doing this. I can't believe I have to pay all this money. And I decided to shift my intention behind that task. And I decided to shift my energy around it. And I took myself to my favorite coffee shop. I got my favorite latte. I sat outside. I said thank you to the universe. I looked up at the sky. I thought about how amazing it is that I'm in this human body, having this human experience. I thought about everyone I loved and how thankful I was for my life. I put my hand on my heart. I thought about how happy I was that I'm able to make money to support myself and that I'm able to walk into a grocery store now and buy anything I want without having to worry about it. And I think about how thankful I am and how far that I've come. And then I paid the taxes, right? From a place of gratitude and from a place of being really aware of my privilege and and being aware of all the blessings that I have. So it's the same task, but the intention is completely different. You can make tasks in your daily life feel completely different based on the intentions that you set behind them. And I challenge you, if there's stuff you have to do in your everyday life where you're being robotic, where you're checked out, if there's tasks you have to do that you don't enjoy, that you don't like, I challenge you to shift your intention behind them. What would it feel like if it were fun? What would it feel like if it were fun and easy? What would it feel like if you did it from a place of gratitude, if you did it from a place of service? And in the same way with your ritual, as far as clearing energy out in your summer of self and your fresh start and all that, the actual ritual doesn't matter. It's the intention, right? If I go out for a walk with my dog and I'm just walking him and I'm trying to get it done so I can go on to the next thing and I'm thinking of everything I have to do in the future, that's a completely different experience than if I set the intention, I'm going to walk my dog to clear out energy in my body. I'm going to walk my dog and let go of the things that I've been hanging on to. I'm going to walk the dog and look up at the sky and forgive people and ask that I'm able to forgive them and I ask to see the situation differently and shift the energy around it. And it's the same task, but the intention is completely different. But I just love the idea of setting the intention for summer, summer of self. I just really, really love that. I love setting the intention of stepping into a higher version of yourself, of caring for yourself in a deep way of letting go of things that no longer serve you and really using the summertime to focus on yourself and take yourself emotionally and mentally to that next level that you're trying to get to. And then one of the other things I did for my summer of self that I just wanted to share with you guys is really focusing back on self-care. And self-care is something that I've struggled with. Self-care like doesn't resonate with me. Like <laughs> like when I hear people talking about self-care online or on podcasts, it just doesn't speak to my soul. Like it doesn't speak to me in a spiritual level. Like I understand the importance of taking care of yourself and that's not what I'm saying, but talking about self-care just doesn't excite me for whatever reason. But I've been really realizing lately that I have to take excellent care of myself. You guys know that I'm back in the dating pool. <laughs> I'm trying to like dip my toe into the dating world again. And I've been thinking about this a lot as I'm starting to date because I'm realizing that I teach people how to treat me. I decide what's okay and what's not okay. And I set the boundaries when I'm dating and I teach people how to treat me. And I've been thinking about that a lot. And I think if I'm going around my life 
not taking care of myself, my subconscious mind is internalizing that, that I don't necessarily deserve the care that I want from a partner. And that has been manifesting itself in really weird ways in my different relationships. So what I've been doing, one of the ways I've been trying to step into a higher level of self-care is with my diet. I've cleaned up my diet. I'm eating almost all plant-based, being very intentional about what I put in my body. I'm making sure I go for walks every day and go to the gym a few times a week at least and make time to read books and journal and do the things that I need to do to keep myself feeling really, really good. And I'm asking myself every day, what do I need to do today to take excellent care of myself? And those things are not always fun. I think there's this idea online that's going around of like, take a bubble bath, drink tea, and that's all well and good. And it's, you know, fine. I do those things. But I'm talking about like a deep level of caring for yourself. How can I take excellent care of myself? How can I take the best care of myself possible? And when you're used to receiving excellent care from yourself, when you're used to being treated by yourself at such a high level, it's going to be a lot more difficult for you to tolerate other people's crap. So in friendships, in relationships, in jobs, whatever. If you're used to being treated with excellence, if you're used to feeling excellent, if you're treating yourself all the time like you are valuable and you're walking around really making sure that you're getting the best that this life can offer and you're giving yourself the best experience and you're and you're really making the most out of your life, it's going to be a lot more difficult for people to mess with you because you're used to being treated at such a high level and you have such a high standard of what is acceptable and what is not acceptable. And so I'm working on raising my standards of the people that I date and the men that I let around me by focusing on the way that I treat myself and choosing to step into this higher level of self-care. And that's one of the intentions that I set for my summer of self. So this summer, I'm really going to be focusing in, you know, on health and fitness, on being around people that make me feel good, on having fun, on doing all these things that are about a deep level of self-care and treating myself with excellence. I want to give myself the experience of being treated in a caring, loving way. And I have to give that to myself. I can't wait around for men to do that for me. And I have to do the work before I can connect with a partner on the level that I want. And I recognize that. And you might not be dating. This dating thing might not resonate with you. But it's not about that. It's about taking care of yourself. It's about treating yourself with excellence. It's about raising your standards in life. What are you willing to accept? What are you willing to tolerate? What are you ready to up-level? Who are you trying to be? All those different things. It's about raising your standards and going to the next level of your life. And in order to do that, your subconscious mind has to believe that you're worthy. Your subconscious mind has to believe that you deserve a better life. And the way that you program your subconscious mind into believing that is by treating yourself like you deserve a better life, by treating yourself like you are valuable, like your life is important, and that it's important that you feel good and that your happiness is a priority and all those different things. And when you're not prioritizing your happiness, when you're not prioritizing yourself, you're sending the message to your subconscious mind that you don't believe you're valuable. And if there's parts of your mind that don't believe you're valuable, it's going to be hard to up-level your life. It's going to be hard to step into the version of yourself that you really want to become. And it's going to be hard to have the things play out in your life that you want. 
Okay, you guys, I hope this gives you some jumping off points, just some ideas of things you can do for your own summer of self and some intentions you can set and some things you can step into and all that stuff. Like I said, the whole complete workshop is available in the Radical Transformation Academy. You can use the code SUMMERSALE. And if you sign up this week, you'll be locked in at the $10 a month rate. After that, it's going to be $20 a month to join. There's a ton of great resources in there. If you, This is the best way to connect with me and dive deeper into this material with me. I'm here to support you on this journey. Come join the Radical Transformation Facebook group. I would love to have you in there. There's over 3,000 women in there that are working on up-leveling their life and transforming and calling in great, amazing things this summer. Come follow me on Instagram. I'm still oversharing via poetry <laughs> on Instagram. So come over there and follow me. Give me some comments and some likes. Poetry is not the most popular content on Instagram. I can tell you that right now, but I'm really loving it. And it's giving me a really great outlet to feel creative and feel inspired. And I just love sharing pieces of myself on the internet. And this is just a different way to do that. So I would love to have you come follow me on Instagram. I'm at Radical Transformation Project. You can visit the blog at www.radicaltransformationproject.com. I post new articles every single week to help you transform your life and live with intention. And I think that's all I have to say to you guys. I hope you have a great day. I'm going to take Charlie. We're going to head to the beach. I hope you guys have a beautiful, beautiful summer day and you find some joy and some intention today. And I will talk to you guys in the next episode.